0: Welcome to the Lewis and Broad podcast, streaming from the corner of Lewis and Broad Street here in LaGrange, Georgia. Lewis and Broad is a storytelling podcast where we share the lives and tales of people and local organizations from our small town. My name is Leighton Parker, the director of Lewis and Broad. And here are your hosts, James Goodlett and Laura Neely.
1: Welcome to the Lewis and Broad podcast. This is, I suppose this is the season premiere. I mean, we did have a teaser episode last week, but this is the first interview for season four. Our theme focuses upon children, children's programming, children's advocacy, what's available for our kids here in Troop County and LaGrange, an exciting season ahead of us. I don't know if I've even said my name. My name is James Goodlitt. I'm one of the pastors here at First Presbyterian Church in LaGrange. I am joined by my colleague, my friend over here, the Reverend Laura Neely. Laura, how are we doing today?
0: Hey, y'all. Doing well. It's Monday. We're here.
1: It is Monday. It is Monday, and for those of you who are a little confused, when this thing drops, it might drop on Wednesday, but we record... Every Monday here in the Lewis and Broad Studios.
0: Excited for this new season.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun and it wouldn't be possible without our producer and director extraordinaire, Leighton Parker. Leighton, you doing all right today on this beautiful Monday afternoon? I'm doing great. You excited about the season ahead?
0: Ecstatic. Ecstatic.
1: Okay, look, you're the one, you're the director, okay? We don't need that sarcastic stuff. Let's try that again. Are you excited about this upcoming season?
0: I'm ecstatic. There (laughs) you go.
1: That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's going to be good. It's going to be real good. Hey, everybody, check us out on social media. We are at Lewis and Broad on Instagram and on Facebook and on the Twitterverse. And you can check out all of our other podcasts on lewisandbroad.org. This is 100% my favorite time of year. It has been ridiculous outside. And it's fall break here in LG.
0: It is.
1: Or it has been, at least. I know a lot of folks have been traveling. Right. Going to the beach. Going I to the know. mountains. I've heard a few people who are going to Disney, doing the thing.
0: I was just glad to get outside this weekend because it was so nice. Look,
1: I think you, you and your family and my family and I, we, we both, we, what did yes. we go do this weekend?
0: We had a fire in the fire pit.
1: Oh my goodness, fire pit season. And
0: s'mores, right?
1: We did have s'mores. Yeah. We did. I felt like a little piece of Americana cliche <laughs> out there, roasting marshmallows on a fire pit on a uh on a brio fire pit brio is interested in sponsoring lewis and broad <laughs> i will tell you that our brio fire pit has been
0: or solo stove
1: solo stove do Fancy. you have a solo stove we
0: do we just got it,
1: it isn't it awesome the smokeless <laughs> it's fire pit Really
0: nice you don't go inside smelling like the fire holy anymore. moly
1: it's amazing
0: and it's it gets started real fast.
1: Layton, if you could contact your people at Brio and or Solo Stove and let's see if we can get an official sponsorship gig here. <laughs> we can make it happen. It's for the children.
0: I mean, sounds like a good community event.
1: I with some think, s'mores. Yeah. A huge community fire pit s'more fest. We've already done Listen Lagrange. Let's have S'more Fest. I think we should make it happen because it's for the children. And that is what season four of Lewis and Broad is all about. And so let's use that with S'more Fest on the brain. Let's maybe the Parks and Recreation Department could do it. I don't know. We'll see. The Troop County Parks and Recreation Department is in the house. Carrie Whaley who is the athletic superintendent for the Troop County Parks and Recreation Department, is with us here in studio. Carrie. thank you for being here today.
2: Glad to be here.
1: Carrie. tell us a little bit about yourself. Are you from LaGrange? Is this, is this home for you, or are you, a, are you an out-of-towner like me and Laura?
2: Um, I'm an out-of-towner. I live in Roanoke. I commute back and forth every day. I've been with Parks and Rec for 26 years, and so I've learned to drive over real well.
1: It's a pretty drive. It is. You've got, you got some lake views. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad commute at all. Roanoke, Alabama, it's just over the state line, for those of you who are not familiar with where Roanoke is. So you're from Roanoke. How did you come to work with the Troop County Parks and Rec Department?
2: I applied 26 years ago and um, got a call and come in, interviewed, and the rest is history.
1: What all have you done for them?
2: When I first started, I was in charge of the baseball program and the soccer program and the basketball, girls' basketball. So, for the past six or seven years, I've been superintendent over all the athletics for the department. Um, we don't have enough full time staff to cover, so I, st- I still cover the baseball, but uh, that's the fall baseball and spring baseball, but um, everything else we have people handle keith williams handles our football program darryl Hosey, he handles all of our younger kids our four through seven four through eight um kids um, april bunn is our new uh, coordinator over our soccer program
0: so what does the role of athletic superintendent involve
2: I do all the um, contracts with our officials. We contract all of our officials out, whether it's football, basketball, baseball, softball. We do a contract with them, set a price, uh, give them the number of games we're going to play, and um, we sign the contract and issue them schedules, and they make sure that we have our officials at our ball games. Okay. Also have to um, order all the uniforms for all the kids that participate Um we do uh, background checks on all our coaches. We run those those through the police department to m- make sure everybody's clear before they get on the practice field with our kids and um, order all the equipment. Um, it's a lot of ordering, a lot of, ordering, lot of um, getting a lot of POs and um, doing a, all the bids for the uniforms and the equipment.
1: Is it hard to uh, hire yeah. an official? Because I'm going to tell you, I have a love-hate relationship when it comes to f- officials.
2: The officials right now that's probably one of the more difficult parts of of our job is find having enough officials that's the main thing right now if you're if you hear this and you've wanted to officiate baseball or football now is a good time to get in um, what we've learned that a lot of the older officials are getting out and the younger people are not filling in taking their place and they have uh, other rec departments they have to work with. They have contracts with uh, with school system to uh, officiate the ball games for the high schools, and middle schools, JV, and um, they just they don't have enough people to go around. COVID hurt a lot. A lot of the officials that were out there um, stopped officiating during the COVID season. They didn't want to get back out in crowds and be around a whole lot of people, you know, health wise and so it's it's um uh, it's probably the hardest part of recreation right now is finding uh, officials to call the ball games.
1: Well, let me be clear. I, I respect officials. It is not an easy job, and for th- those parents and guardians who yell at officials, umpires, whatever it might be, uh, I always have a special relationship with that with that kind of behavior. I, I just you know I'm also coming on the heels of some horrible horribly officiated calls and and a couple. Professional and college football games that I just watched, I, I uh, struggle.
0: Have some feelings. I have
1: some feelings about some calls that were made against my beloved Atlanta Falcons this weekend, and uh, but that that should not transfer yeah. to youth recreation soccer leagues or foot or football or whatever it is. They're just doing the best they can, right?
2: They, they definitely have a demanding job, and it's, it's it's hard.
0: And you are. It sounds like. You're really kind of behind the nuts and bolts, the logistics that ha- help everything work together for athletics.
2: I do. I, I've got I've got a great team that works with me. Uh, Keith Williams, April Bunn, Daryl Hosey, Regina Dukes over in Hogansville, and Devin Hardy over to Griggs Center. They they do an outstanding job. Uh, we've got we've got a lot of years. Like I said, I've I've been here 26 years. Keith Williams is uh, in athletics. He he hit the thirty year mark this year. Daryl Hosey is at twenty at twenty foot, right at twenty five years. So we and our new one is April Bunn that just started about just a couple of months ago. But she's very excited, um, very eager, and you know wants to do well and wants wants the soccer program to succeed. She's um, she's full time soccer. She she runs our fall soccer program. She will run the winter indoor soccer, and then she will run the spring soccer also, so she's soccer related year round
0: that's great
1: so we're focusing upon children this season, as you heard in our intro what do you, Carrie what do you think the benefits of being a participant in a parks and rec? Event or program are for a child and their family, for that matter.
2: Well, kids, kids need an outlet. Uh, they're in school during the day, and they they need something to get out and do in the evenings and at night. Um, right now, with our, uh, we're pretty much in the middle of our fall season. We're about at the halfway point. We've got seventeen hundred and twenty-eight kids registered this fall. Seventeen
1: hundred and twenty-eight
2: between, between um, wow. tackle football, flag football soccer cheerleading um it's it's quite a lot of kids it's it's our it's our busiest season of the year age, of, ages how started uh, our soccer program is age four through 12 um our cheerleading is four through 12 most of them start at four we flag football we have a four and five year old league and a six and seven year old league and then our tackle football league starts at age eight and goes through age 12.
0: So as far as the leagues, which sport is growing the most right now? What's it's, everybody signing up for?
2: Soccer, soccer is our fastest growing sport that we have through the department. Uh, baseball in the spring is huge. We also run a fall baseball, a small fall baseball league, but soccer definitely is our fastest growing, um, fast growing sport. Um, but ba- with baseball being right there with it, uh, we have between 300 and 350 kids playing tackle football and we've got oh, wow. uh over 200 kids playing uh flag football so
1: so let me ask you this uh w- facility wise y'all have got a number of facilities scattered around the county and and you've talked a little bit about the, the sports so how do y'all first of all where are y'all based out of Say, tell folks a little bit about that and then how do y'all organize folks? Cause I know tennis plays at McCluskey and you've got soccer here and football there. So tell folks a little bit about how y'all organize that around the County.
2: Our, de- our department is based at the Mike Daniel Rex center at 1220 Lafayette Parkway across the road from LaGrange Toyota. Um, but we have facilities, like you said, we have the McCluskey Tennis Center over close to Lagrange Hive. It's a beautiful facility. It is, it's, it's unbelievable. It's, it's beautiful. You turn in off from off, off the main Greenwood Street, and it's it looks like a palace down there. It's it's extremely nice. It's it is extremely busy. There's there's days where there there's evenings where there's two or three hundred people over there trying to play. Yes, yeah. it's extremely busy every day. Um, we have the George Harris Baseball Complex and the Shuford Softball Complex off of Ragland Street. We have the Chris Joseph Soccer Complex off of Fort Drive, um, on Fort Drive off of Whitesville Road where we play our soccer. Our micro soccer, we use the fields beside the old Whites Road Elementary School. But
1: What is micro soccer for those? The youth? micro
2: soccer is the four- and five-year-olds and the six-and-sevens. Um, there's no officials on the field. The coaches are a coach-slash- um, game manager. They they officiate f- officiate the ball game and keep the kids moving in the right direction.
1: Right. Yeah, we had our our youngest do it. That's a lot of fun, hilarious too to watch them do that. But it's always. I mean, we've done rec soccer for both of our kids, and it is packed.
2: It is soccer is is packed out there. We play. Monday nights, Tuesday nights, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Our micro soccer only plays on Saturdays, but the, the other age groups, the U10 and U13, play uh, a couple days during the week. But uh, getting back to facilities, Troop County is blessed with the facilities that they have Um based on a lot of places that surround Troop County and LaGrange, we are very blessed to have what we have, the George Harris Baseball Complex, the Shuford Softball Complex, and the Soccer Complex.
1: So tell us, tell us a little bit then about some of the challenges that you face as athletic superintendent for the rec department
2: it's managing the numbers that we have we have a very large uh, amount of kids that play at, most especially in the fall and the spring it's um, coordinating it it's time management it's ordering uh, getting uniforms in on time it's getting bids out for equipment that we have to buy it's um it's 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 difficult it's a hurry up and wait it's since COVID uh, happened, we have a hard time a lot of times in delivery with getting uniforms sent to us and getting equipment sent to us and making sure the kids have the right size that they need and reordering uniforms that don't fit or having to add numbers of teams because of the influx of registration. So it's that time management is, is difficult. Uh, scheduling is extremely difficult, uh, like at Harris Baseball Complex right now, we play, we're playing a fall baseball league on two fields. We're playing a uh, flag football league on two fields, and we've got three fields at the top. At Upper Harris, we, we let uh, tackle football teams practice. So they, plus, the, the cheerleaders for those football teams are out there beside the fields um, practicing their cheers and their tumbling and stunts and things that, things that they do during the ball game. So it's, it's very packed every single day at all of our facilities.
0: So you talked some about, um, the benefits for children and being involved in the rec department, say there's a kid, you know, it it costs something to be involved with, with these sports t-shirts and things. If there were a kid who couldn't afford to be involved with soccer or baseball or football, um, are there things that the rec department could do to help help them out?
2: We do. We we don't turn away anybody. We we don't we want to see everybody get to play, have fun, enjoy themselves, and you know, and be a part, be a part of something. We partnered this past fall with uh, Peach State Health Care out of Atlanta, and if the kids are have Peach State or on the Peach State program, they have a one time. During the year that they they will pay their register we we will register them for free, send their name back into Peach State and they reimburse us for for um, the kids' participation. It got off to a sort of a slow start this time. Um, I don't think that Peach State was ready for the over- overwhelming numbers that we have. Uh, we advertise it through our Facebook through the county, and um, they. It, a lot of people, um, well, a lot of people got in because of the Pete State, and we, we work with the parents. We, we help them with the registration, and we, you know, we're not going to turn anybody away.
0: So everybody can be involved. That's great.
1: You were talking a little bit about facilities earlier on. You were talking about how it's a challenge. It's a blessing that you have the facilities you have, but it's also a challenge to navigate all the logistics. So I'm curious, do y'all have a need for more space, or or what are some some hopes and dreams that you have in the near and the in the long term?
2: Well, we're we're always in a need for space and more fields and stuff like that. We um we don't know till registrations are with how many kids we're gonna have. We have a pretty good idea idea in our head based on the numbers we had the previous year, but it it fluctuates up or down and. Um, We've had a um, huge increase um, back with us because of um, the COVID scare has led up a little bit. More people are coming out and getting signed back up and doing more participation than they than they were. We're, again, Troop County is, is very fortunate to have what it has and that we're thankful for the, the splash and uh, the ability to build George Harris baseball complex and to build the Chris-Joseph soccer complex, and have the Mike Daniel Rec Center for people to use and enjoy. and um, People people are blessed to have it. There's a lot of communities around Troop County where the rec department numbers are falling off greatly because of the increase in travel sports, the travel baseball, travel softball, travel football, um, just about any travel basketball, just about anything has a travel program now. A lot of communities around us, are losing an awful lot of kids because they don't have enough um, fields and areas to play, don't have as many as we do, and the kids in those communities are having to make a choice. Do I play travel or do I play rec? Within within Troop County, they can do both. We play, other than soccer, uh, baseball, softball, we play during the week. We don't play on Saturdays. And we give the kids an opportunity to do both, to go play travel baseball and to play Wreck baseball, and but other communities they have to have they have to make a choice because they uh, time from a time perspective they can't they can't do both, but they can in Lagrange, and we try to accommodate them and work with them. And you know, you you have parents who work all week long, and you know they have stuff that they need to do around a house, um, grass needs cutting, you know, just a lot of little things that they need to do, and we give them the weekend to go and do things they want to do or catch up on. Um, stuff or, or, you know around their home that they that that they miss out on during the week because their kids have, have ball games. So it's a it's a give and take, and we try we try to you know work with them to where they're they're able to to do both, and they don't have to make a choice, and they and they can play as much baseball as they possibly want to play, or play as much basketball as they possibly want to play. So it's like I've already said a couple times, it's a blessing to have what we have in Troop County. And you talked
1: a little bit about splost. You said, for those of you who don't know what that is, it is a special purpose local option sales tax splost, which supports community initiatives like the Parkerson Recreation Department. What are some needs you have in terms of facilities? We talked about it in, in pre-production. Some projects that y'all have on the horizon or that you're currently working on right now.
2: Well, right now we we have a couple projects that's going on. We have the uh, William Griggs Recreation Center off of Glenn Robson Drive. They're doing a major upgrade, upscale over there. Uh, it's going to be a beautiful facility when they when they finish. Um, we're looking probably somewhere in the six million dollar range right now. We've got a project going on at Pine Row Park, the Oak Fusky, uh Center that they're um, that they're building out there, and then we what's ha- that going to be forced for people to use uh, to enjoy the lake be like a conference center um a place to have family reunions um graduating classes uh getting together having reunions it's just a a place on the lake where people can go and you know enjoy themselves and...
1: and what else do you all have on the horizon you talked a little bit about the parks and uh you said something to us before we started recording about because soccer is growing you you talked a little bit about what what how y'all going to meet those needs.
2: We've obtained uh, White's Road Elementary School from the school system, and we're going to tear the school down. Um, we're going to keep the gym, the lobby, the bathroom facilities, concession area, and a couple of the classrooms off the first wing, off of the uh, from the gym, and we're going to uh, tear the rest of the school down, and um, we're going to build baseball fields and. Not baseball fields, but I'm sorry, soccer fields and football fields, rectangular fields out there for to have you know extra fields to play on. Uh, our soccer, um, the numbers the way it's growing, that's we're in the most dire need of soccer fields and football fields, Re- rectangular fields. We we're okay right now with baseball and softball, but soccer and football is is where our need is with with field space.
0: Right, if those are growing, that makes makes sense. So. You talked some about where the SPLOST funds are going. Um, where, So people know, how, how do you all get funding for the different programs that you all do? Where does funding come from? Well, the
2: funding, funding comes from the county. We have the registration. Um, we tr- the rec department tries to be self-sustaining uh, through our registration program. Our sponsors that we have throughout the, the businesses throughout uh, LaGrange and Troop County and it's mainly we survive mainly off of the you know the registration fee that that we that we get in. We our registration fee with Troop County is um, if you play baseball, football, soccer, any basketball, any of our sports is 60 dollars per per child, which is a lot less than anywhere anywhere around. We try to keep our fee our fees low to where it's economical for the parent or the grandparent uh, the sign the signing the kid up and. We don't want it to be to a point where the parent says, that you know, we don't have the money, you, you know, you, you, you're you not going to be able to play this time. So we, we try to keep it low. Our our fee structure is significantly lower than anywhere else around us with um, rec departments that's comparable to our size and the numbers that we deal with.
1: What kind of rec departments do you look at? Are there model rec departments that you'll look at in our area or is Troop County kind of its own – Entity its own context, and so I mean, wh- where do y'all look for for ideas for resources? Uh, well, what we, inspiration?
2: we we communicate with other rec departments, uh, Noonan, Carrollton, um, Coweta County, um, Carroll County, and places like that. And uh, we just we we know other rec departments that's our size and that had that deals with basically the same type numbers that that we have, and we try to compare what we have with. With uh, with those other rec departments.
0: So what's coming up this fall at Parks and Rec?
2: Well, we're we're right in the middle of our fall season with cheerleading, flag football, tackle football, and soccer. Um, starting on Monday, October seventeenth, we have our winter registration begins. We will run registration October seventeenth through the twenty eighth you got two, you got two weeks to sign up. Uh, you can come by the Mike Daniel Rec Center at 1220 Lafayette Parkway, sign up in person, or you can register online at trooprec.org to get signed up.
1: Well, we appreciate your coming in. This is really, really helpful, informative. Uh, we can actually probably put some of those links for registration up in our show notes so folks can go right to y'all. Carrie, appreciate all the work that you're doing here in Troop County and in Lagrange and for for Hoganville and for for West, West Point and the whole area and lots of exciting stuff we don't want to take for granted and appreciate all you're doing.
2: All right thank you for having
1: me uh, next time here on Lewis and Broad, which will be episode number thirty nine we will have representatives from the LaGrange Art Museum here to talk about the programming that they offer for our children. Looking forward to that. They have some really, really neat stuff over there. And again, our town, I tell you what, Laura, it's really interesting that a town our size has the resources and the opportunities it does. And we're lucky. Absolutely. And so we're excited about hearing more about what's going on in this community of ours over the next coming weeks, especially for our kids. So LaGrange Art Museum will be here next week. Again, we thanks say thanks to Carrie Whaley and the Troop County Parks and Recreation Department for all that they are doing and look forward to chatting with y'all next week. As always, remember who and whose you are and we will see you next time.
0: Thanks for joining us this week on Lewis and Broad while you're at it. If you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time.